0: Howdy, friends, and welcome to the Full Disclosure Farming Podcast. I'm Erica. I'm a business school graduate turned farmer's wife.
1: And I'm Joe. I'm a college dropout with a master's degree from the University of Hard Knocks. Together, we run several successful farm and egg businesses.
0: Let's get brutally honest about all the issues facing our generation of farmers and ranchers. Hello, party people. We are sitting in our new... Lee remodeled podcast
1: studio. It's nice, nice.
0: What do you think, Dada?
1: I love it. It's mucho more comfy-o.
0: <sighs> it is. is. It's much less cluttered, too. We did post some pictures on our socials if you want to see yeah, what we're working with, but me and Dada and Gus Gus are sitting here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's good. What's happening on the farm this week, Dada?
1: Oh, we went to the woods. We're very close to uh, finishing, being ready to tap trees.
0: Finishing prepping.
1: Yeah finishing prepping but we'll be ready to tap here we'll be tapping in two weeks switch tires out on the magnum because we're going to sell the 8940 we changed tires there just getting in the woods it was christmas this week it was christmas christmas was good it was a very enjoyable christmas i'm sorry i have an illness i like to believe that every christmas that all the people that were there last year it was a good Christmas.
0: Yeah, a successful you
1: know, year. Um, everybody made it. Yeah, right. You know, um, and we miss the ones who didn't, who weren't there and haven't been there. But, you know, I always look around or like to look around and, you know, you're eating dinner or whatever and look at everybody's face and recognize that next year they might not be there. Yeah, and, soak you know, in the and, blessings of everyone yeah,
0: being yeah. surrounded by your family and friends and people that make your life better.
1: I fucking hate Christmas for how it has evolved into a money, money thing.
0: Like shopping thing? Yeah,
1: I just think that Christmas is bullshit. And I think that it's not about, it's not Christmas anymore. And to be honest with you, I wish that no one would buy me gifts. I don't really love buying gifts for other people because I feel like the gift is that you're in a situation in your life where you have what you want. I always feel like my gifts are inadequate because I don't ever really like (laughs) it. Um, I mean, I think...
0: Side note, historically, like, he's not a bad gift giver. So I don't know where this self-doubt comes from, but...
1: Here's what I feel like. Everybody spends at least at least $50 on Christmas in gifts. And, you know what I'm saying? And per a lot person. People, per person. Yeah. So if you figure in our little town, there's 400 people. That's $200,000 of gift money... And I'm gonna guarantee you that a hundred and thirty thousand dollars of that that two hundred is gifts that'll be in a fucking trash can inside of two years.
0: Yeah, four hundred thousand. You meant
1: to say four hundred thousand. Yeah, I, I mean I'm just I'm just saying that seventy percent of the toys that are bought for children are in a trash can inside of two years, and it's fucking dog shit. And that's that's what I like. And then let's not even get into clothes. I mean, how many people wear clothes? And then a year later, they don't wear it no more. Or they don't, (coughs) you know, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean, I see, I understand a lot of that. But also, like, children learn through playing with toys. And you can't expect a toy to last them 20 years. Like, they have, there are, like, a lot of things. Especially clothes, too. Like, at some point, it goes out of style or it doesn't fit you anymore. And, like, you end up having to get new clothes.
1: No, and I agree. I'm just saying that, like, at the end of the day... It's a lot of fucking money that's spent. And even if you want to get new clothes, my point is, even if you want to knock that number down to half, half of the shit you buy is not in use a year later. Right. So, I I don't know. That's just my takeaway from, you know, like, I think that you should buy each person one gift. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, you always get me stuff, like, I, I love the gifts you got me, like, to keep me warm in the wintertime. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's huge. You know, but... I guess I'm more pointing towards the kid aspect. I just feel like a lot of those Chinese fucking toys... Right. ...are junk. And yeah. And that's just what they're going to be.
0: I know. I We used to, when he was little, do, like, something you want, something you need, something to wear, and something to read, like, kind of use that mm-hmm. guideline,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I think that's a good one. For sure. Kind of keep everything mm-hmm. in check and keep it, like, small and simple. And I
1: mean, we talked about it last night with our friends. At a little post Christmas party, and like we were talking about, like to me, I'd rather just give to a needy family, but then our needy children, yeah, because they got shitbag parents, right? You know, I mean, how many parents do we know that are nothing but fucking cokeheads, and you know they got lucky enough to have a pile of kids, right? And their kids deserve, yeah, you know, something better.
0: All right. Well, this episode is going to air on January second. So we are going to kind of take uh, this episode to reflect back on our first year in the podcast space, in the virtual podcasting arena, if you will. So I prepped a couple questions, lists, whatever. We're going to go down through a recap for 2023 and then kind of look ahead for 2024. And I would encourage you guys all to do the same thing. Reflecting on where you've been helps you guide when you're looking forward to where you want to go. Mm -hmm. And obviously, cresting into the new year is a time for new goals. So I would encourage you to also kind of look at that as you sit in sort of this slower time of year for many of us. You ready, Dada? Yeah. All right. Three things you're proud of in 2023. Mm -hmm. Should we each do one, go back and forth? or?
1: Mm, Yeah.
0: Yeah, okay, my first one is JJ's learning so much in school, and I feel like I'm, like, so proud of him for that. Mm -hmm. I was kind of, like, unsure how... If he could learn. No, how he would...
1: Because I feel like I'm proud that he could learn.
0: Adapt to the, like, classroom Mm -hmm. setting because he's, like, a very active outdoors kind of kid yeah i
1: mean he just burst in here yeah
0: he doesn't do a time. lot of sitting still he doesn't do a lot of quiet like well so i i just was like a little apprehensive about like i just don't want him to come home every day and be like i hate school I, like i'm not going back like yeah I, and I feel
1: like he doesn't love school but he doesn't hate it either
0: yeah usually by friday he's like i don't like school and mm-hmm. i'm like it's fine it's the weekend yeah like,
1: yeah i yeah i definitely feel the same way
0: but he's he's so funny like you know, but the people don't know, that, like, he's very numbers-oriented. Like, he's endlessly asking me math. Because, like, mm. what's 2 plus 2? What's 4 plus 4? What's 8 plus 8? And he and just... And will go all the I way, mean, 16,
1: 32, yeah, he you know, all I mean, 128, 24, you know, I mean, just...
0: It's crazy. Like, it takes us 22 minutes to get to his school, and I swear he spends, like, all 22 minutes of it asking me, like, math questions. But today... I was cooking dinner, and he's like, what's 20 plus 20? And then he said, 40. And, like, he answered his own question. Mm -hmm. He's like, 40 plus 40? 80. And he was, like, doing his own.
1: like. Right. So this morning I came back from hunting, which, by the way, I have not killed my target animal uh, or any other deer. And um, I'm still really enjoying hunting. Like, I'm not saying I'm not, but give a uh, a motherfucker a break. (laughs) But anyhow, so I went in the bathroom. Our bathroom is across from Jay's room. And I was brushing my teeth and I shut the water off and I could hear him and I like peeked my head on his door and he's in there counting and like doing addition and like
0: numbers <laughs> no things.
1: So, and I walked in there and I'm like, "I hear you, Cowan, And he's like, "You did not, you know," and he's all like <laughs> whatever. So, super funny. Yeah.
0: All right. What is your first thing that you're proud of for 2023?
1: Um, that I made it.
0: Like alive? Yeah.
1: I Like, no, I just didn't have, like, a fucking all-on, like, mental fucking breakdown or something. This year started out like shit. We were asshole behind getting trees ready. We were asshole behind getting the maple sugar house finished up and ready. And then the calves came early. We were
0: asshole early for calving.
1: Right. (laughs) And, And then the calves came. And then fucking crops came. And then everything... Every I was never done with something, and not because I'm not that type of person, because I worked my fucking heart out and shit showed up 10 days early. You know, I mean, there was like three times this year where I'm like, I cannot fucking do this. Like, this is insane. And, you know, I remember, like, I got done planting corn, and it wasn't like hoorah, It was like, get me in that fucking sprayer and get these water tanks full. We got an inch and a half of rain coming, and I got to get the Acuron on. And I got, you know, nine hours to spray 230 acres of corn, wash a spray rig and spray 100 acres of wheat or put nitrogen on mm-hmm. 100 acres of wheat. Like, you know, I'd get done with all that and the next morning, and you know, you're standing at the door like, hey, there's 22 cows that need this done and that done, you know, and like, no matter what I did this year, I could not fucking get ahead. Right. There was no time this whole year that I got ahead.
0: Till, like, right
1: now. Till right now. Yeah. Till, like, literally a week yeah, ago. Today. Yeah. I'm just proud that I was able to fight my way through the whole thing. Like, we, me and you obviously been through some shit. But I just feel like this one took its toll. Like, this one was the one that, like, dragged me through a goddamn hole. And I'm proud that I made it. Good. Uh, my
0: number two is working... It's still a journey, but getting my health straightened out. I had some issues in the spring with, like, heart palpitations, exhaustion, like, not being able to, like, stand up exhaustion. And we're just digging our way back from Mm -hmm. that. And I feel like it's just getting better all the time. Mm
1: -hmm. For me, uh, my proud, one proud thing in 2023 is how much you have stepped up to the plate in our business you know you were always like here Thank you. but not like and now you're like here here you know like while I was pulling my hair out of my head you were like running around behind me picking up the pieces you know I mean there was you know you would try to do the best you could to deliver a calf and then you made you boiled syrup without me and then You know, I mean, the whole time, the whole time taking care of Jay.
0: Yeah, I had some successful solo deliveries this year. Yeah,
1: yeah, and I mean, the whole time, like, raising our perfect son. And then, obviously, you know, coming in clutch, like, at every turn. Like, hey, I'm here, and, like, I'm a very aggressive person who gets shit done in a really aggressive way. And I can't be me without my wife... Being like, I'll meet you there, or I'll move you there. And, I mean, my wife has more fucking road time moving my ass around.
0: We put 4,000 miles on my pickup already.
1: Right. And, I mean, it's so it's just, if I could be anything proud, it's that you decided this is what you want to do. And you didn't, like, falter. There was a few times where you were like, holy fuck.
0: Those, when I was... Laying in the lawn because I couldn't get up
1: from mm-hmm. being so dumb. And, and I mean, all the while, really not being in the best health, yeah. health you know. So um, I just think we learned a lot this year. Yeah. And I, I think that we are, I think we're dangerous. And not in a, look what we can do. The
0: smarter we get, the more dangerous I think we we're get. fucking yeah.
1: dangerous in the fact like, I'm happy to sit back and count dollars and sit back,
0: mm-hmm. like, and watch that happen.
1: For sure. Because Joe got to sit in a tree stand with his... Erica did Joe's corn and soybean numbers. And uh, Joe sat in a tree stand, tree stand and resonated with that. And uh, I came home mad. Like, we're, we're going to look at some shit a lot differently yeah. for the future. So.
0: My number three is I'm proud <laughs> of Farmer Joe for realizing his self-worth mm-hmm. more. He, like, takes advantage of his, his own self. Like...
1: Oh, take advantage of me. (laughs) Sexual.
0: Like, he takes advantage of his own self. And so, like, he's the first person to sacrifice, like, on his own behalf. And up until this point in our lives, like, very willing to, like, risk his own, like, happiness or safety or time or whatever. Like, for the good of the cause. And I feel like I've been, like, standing kind of, like, waving a flag. Like, hello, you don't need to do this. And I'm just, I think that he's starting to kind of credit
1: that. Yeah, so, thank you. And I guess I will piggyback off of that. Are you done or no? Yeah. I will piggyback off of the me being proud of myself, or me being, like, proud of myself for realizing my own self-worth. And, like, you know, I would always be, like, afraid to go hunting because people think I'm lazy. You know, and now it's like, oh, no. No, my fucking ass is going hunting. Y'all can go fuck yourselves and I'll be back when I'm back. Right. And I feel like I mean the universe aligned and was like, alright, this this asshole figured out he's gonna hunt to make himself happy and we're not gonna put a buck in front of him. Like we're just gonna we're just gonna keep making this poor bastard hunt because Yeah, but
0: he... you literally got two bucks <coughs> this year, so no, people no, no, don't get no, bucks ever. No
1: no no, but what I'm saying is like Normally, I'm tagged out day one of opening, you know, open day of deer season, because I don't have time to hunt anymore.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Now it's like I make time to go hunting, and it's like, and I'm gonna tell you right now, I sit in the woods, and this is the biggest change for me in my entire career of hunting, is I sit in the woods, my phone's in my pocket. And I literally just sit there and wait for a deer. And I'm not seeing many deer. But, like, I just literally sit there in the fucking moment. And, like, there's a place now for me that's in the moment. And it's different. It's mm-hmm. a different... You know, I used to go there if you know, go to the woods and, like, I'll go hunt the last 13 minutes. You know, and now it's like, no, I have to be in my tree stand by 330 And I'll hunt till dark and then come back. I just installed a fucking hot water tank in the tenant house across the street after hunting. Like, I'll come back and go to work. It will be a priority for me to be in my tree stand. And so, and that's never been a thing and I can never understand, like, she's like, oh, I'm going to a horse show. And it's like, bitch, we got work to do. You know, and like, I, I think that the one thing that we all as, I guess, I I hate all the names for us as far as our generation.
0: Oh, like millennials? Yeah,
1: I don't like it. Like, all of us best farmers, or the goodest farmers.
0: The goodest.
1: um, Whatever you want to call it, but I just feel like we're at a point where, like, we need to realize that you're going to not wake up someday. And I promise you it was not all worth it. So you're going to wake up someday, or you're not going to wake up someday, and I promise you it will have not been worth it. I agree. So that's um, really, really proud of, of that, that yeah. we're, like, in a different spot.
0: Yeah. Two things you intend to change in 2024.
1: So we talked about just earlier, like, something, like, I sat in my tree stand with my corn and soybean numbers, and uh, I will no longer, will this farm... Go jack off a corn stalk for nothing. This corn and soybean thing is bullshit. Right. And there's a million farmers around me who are willing to pay more land rent, more of this, more, 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 just to pull the profit out of the whole fucking thing. Now I hit a fourteen dollar bean contract on every bean I had, and uh six thirty five and a five fifty two corn contract, corn contract on Two thirds of the corn that I sold, I sit here and look at the numbers, and I'm like, "Hmm, yeah, that really didn't, no. that really didn't get my dick hard." By the time we were all done, like right. I that that was fucking bullshit. Yeah, and what I intend to change is that I exactly that I intend to change. Like we are going to look at this business in a way from a financial number oriented. For, how many of you guys, and and I'm this is one of them aha moments where like. We just got to keep going because what, what other choice do we have? You have another choice. You have to pick it. Yeah. You know. So one of my good friends, he's a roofer. We talked about it tonight. And all right, I profited and I'm not going to give up my numbers right now. I'm going to, but not right now because I haven't got them all. But, so say we profited $17,000. That's a mm-hmm. 1,000 quarts of syrup. Or 250 gallons of syrup that I sh- could have retailed. And had I not spent all the time I spent fucking around with corn, I could have sold those. I could have found a thousand people to buy a quarter of yeah, syrup. Yeah,
0: because how many hours did you invest into that? Well, the
1: that's the thing. What do you want?
0: My first thing is I want to get less from Amazon. Why? I just feel like I want to be more simple in like our things and like less clutter and Ooh. just more plain like i almost want to be like more quality stuff but like more plain stuff
1: is this why there's reusable paper towels next to the sink? i don't like them i do yeah they're just like rags i do fucking like, like that i'm like ass hands. well
0: don't put your grease on them use paper towels for that i guess i don't know i just i don't know i like I it know.
1: i like it i'm fine with it
0: I don't know how to describe it
1: I think more it goes, than like
0: I want to like live more simply, but like also more
1: quality. I think that it goes back to the Christmas gift thing. Yeah, I think so. I think it's it's. I think that you you are buying junk on Amazon, and it's so fucking easy. You know, you know, yeah. and it's just. And I I agree. I agree in that respect.
0: Okay, what's your number two to change for twenty twenty four?
1: Oh, I would love to drink an eighth of what I drink today. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I um, I feel like I'm at the point in my life where you're either going to be fit or not. Yeah. And you're going to, you know, I mean, probably the fuck like, out of 35. Yeah, like, this
0: is where you lay the groundwork for like a fit rest of your life. Or, or you
1: fucking get a beer or belly. Or that ship and, sails away. And that ship sails away. And I feel like I I've, have said it a bunch of times, but I feel like I'm at the point where I need to make a fucking, like, do it. And I feel like... With the minimal, 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 minimalization, minimalization of stress, the bottles of crown that are brought to this homestead will also minimal, be less. Also be yeah. Less. So,
0: <laughs> um, my number two is I want to do a better job of taking care of myself through calving season this mm. year because that was kind of where the. Wheels fell off the wagon for me last year, like, living on pizza and Pepsi, like, trying to watch the cameras, take care of JJ, Mm. like, we're doing all the things. Syrup was still happening, Mm -hmm. and that might happen again, but I feel like with with the way I've been for the last 90 days or so, like, I've built in better habits Mm -hmm. to kind of, like, fuel the body. Instead of, like, just keep it going for another well, day. Well, and
1: I feel like, along with that, I'm going to notice, like, ha <laughs> <laughs> she's going sideways on me. Like, I didn't see it because I didn't have time to see it.
0: 2024 bucket list items. <laughs> Bish, I'm going to the NFR.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, that's one thing I'm very excited about. My mom and I have said for a couple of years now that we would like to go. We've said, oh, we're going to go, and we've pushed it off and pushed it off, and we are dropping the hammer on it for this year we're gonna actually go so i'm very excited we're gonna do a couple days probably four days total like a day to travel two days there and then a day to travel back watch the rodeo maybe catch a show depending on like who's in the concerts etc and yeah that's gonna be very very fun
1: i'm excited but, for you
0: yeah what about you
1: I don't have sex for, like, 20 days straight.
0: Oh, my. Like, every day. <laughs> Just,
1: you know, like, your whole cycle, if you will. Just, no, that's actually bullshit. Um, what's on my bucket list to... I want to go to Skinny Atlas, like, so bad. Okay. Like, so, it's one of the Finger Lakes, and it's spring-fed, so I'm told.
0: So, we have to go in August because it's cold, right? Right,
1: and but it's it's, like, the blue. It's, like, ocean blue. Like, imagine having a boat in cancun or aruba like it's like so beautiful like if you look at imagery from from whatever on x yeah. maps you can actually see the bottom
0: mm.
1: like from the on x maps mm. like it's that incredible nice mm-hmm.
0: any other bucket list things what about for the any of the businesses or anything like that i think we're trying to crack a Hundred what head of beef
1: Oh, yeah, we're gonna crack a hundred odd, on.
0: so that's a good one
1: mm-hmm. um I don't know. I think the maple thing is <clears throat> i think it I think you it's a priority for you for the retail thing, but I think I could spend more time on it, and I think that we we need to figure a way out for the maple business to yeah. be. We need to focus on two things. It needs to be maple syrup and beef. Yeah. And we've obviously not as to say, but mastered the beef thing. Right. You know, what I mean, we've got quality animals, and we're selling. You're retailing almost all of it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I just think that the the maple syrup thing is next in line to get that big push. Yeah. And you know, I mean, I think it goes back to I'm tired of fighting for nothing. Yeah. You know, like, when you start talking about profiting, you know, $200 an acre on on an acre of corn or an acre of beans, like, the risk in that is absolutely disgusting. That you put
0: 10 hours into, yeah.
1: Right, I mean, it's absolutely disgusting.
0: Yeah. Two other things I just want to throw out into the atmosphere for good vibes and manifestation for 2024. We have five embryo transfer calves in utero right now. I forgot about them. That I am... Very delightfully excited for, but I also just want that to go well. Yeah, like yeah. good deliveries, healthy mm-hmm. calves, mm-hmm. etc. Because we don't, our previous experience with embryos was not great, and oh, I would oh, like man. this one to be a good experience. Mm-hmm. So,
1: you mean you would like for me to not call you crying? Because it died. That I died. That I That I lost a. Yeah. I lost a fucking yeah. That yeah. Let's not do that.
0: What What is one thing you want to throw out into this atmosphere?
1: Well, I'm going to go on a little bit of a tangent here, and I think that um, we have some pretty exciting things that we're going to do. Yeah. That we're going to hopefully make that change the face of this farm.
0: Yeah. Winds of change fill the sails or something like that. Yeah,
1: that. And so with that being said... I decided that if we were to have extra money, I would like to, and we're going to talk about this with my counselor, I would like to maybe start some sort of a network. I would like to extend my thoughts and energy towards helping farmers have a counselor. A good counselor, Ag not some mental fuckhead. health
0: network type of a right, thing. Right,
1: not some fuckhead. Some actual fucking human being that has a brain and can help And
0: you. has had exposure to agriculture, I think is so the biggest part. So we're
1: going to talk with, with Catherine, and I think that...
0: And she'll be on within the next two weeks. Yeah. She'll, her episode will be live, and we're very excited for so, that. So,
1: and I, I just... What I hate you guys and all of you who listen to, to us is that I hate that I get these messages, and I've we've gotten a hundred of them. Every week that are like, we feel you, we're in the same place. Like, where do I find a counselor? Or how do I deal with my family who hates me for my existence? Or how do I deal with my family who hates me because I'm doing better than them? Or whatever. Farmers need counselors. And there's not, you know, I mean, we, we don't need 50 counselors. We need 5,000 counselors. We right. need 50,000 counselors, you know. And so that's one thing that I really want to work on that I, I have some passion for. Cool.
0: All right, so we're going to switch to hot fire favorites. Um I just wrote down like 10 different things that would maybe spark a little bit of conversation to help you guys kind of get to know us more because I feel like, you know, we're in this space with you every week and it's a friendship kind of. So, favorite thing to put maple syrup on? This is going to be weird because I don't I can count on one hand how many times I've eaten this in the past year. Um like big Belgian waffles. Mm. We don't have a waffle maker, Mm. because I would never use it, even though they're my favorite. But, like, if we...
1: Belgian waffles are your favorite?
0: That's what I'm saying. Like, it's a weird thing, because I never order it, and I never eat it, but it feels like my favorite thing to put syrup on. Like, I wish I ate more Belgian waffles. Mm. Yeah. Don't buy me a waffle maker. I won't use it. I'm not buying a waffle
1: maker. Titties. Titties? Titties. Like, just put syrup on titties. Oh, my. It's, It's all over...
0: That's never even happened.
1: I know. who should do that? <laughs> Bucket list, baby. Bucket list. Um. No. In my opinion, there's not anything that should not have syrup put on it. And and you, like, fuck. You want to fucking talk about what's real? Ham steak. Take a ham steak and put a put it in your pan and get that bitch hot. And you just dump like a quarter cup of maple syrup in there. And you just keep swirling that ham steak around in that pan and keep flipping it. And all once that syrup will caramelize and stick to that fucking ham steak. And that shit is tits. Like, it is fucking everything you ever wanted to have. Besides syrup on titties.
0: Me and ham aren't, like, in a good place. Besides, like, deli ham. Like, on the sub. But, like, ham ham, like, I get really excited about it and then I'm always disappointed. Okay, favorite cut of beef.
1: Favorite cut of beef. Uh, I'm going to go with the T-Bone. Okay. I, I, I really do like the T-Bone. The T-Bone's got the rib side and the, you know, and the other side. They, they, they are,
0: yeah. I like a rib steak.
1: Yeah, it's not one of my favorites.
0: Really? It's the fattier it's of not them.
1: Bit, but, which yeah, is, I mean, we, none of them suck.
0: No, I know, but yeah. I think I just like the, the good, like the good rib steaks have that like fat and then it has like more meat also beyond that, like a strip of more mm-hmm. off on the side and I like the mm-hmm. grizzly part sometimes. Favorite sound to hear: a very cold Pepsi can opening. Even though you can't like it being cold has nothing to do with the sound, but like like aluminum pop can opening for me is like my mouth will water. Like mm. thinking about like a really cold Pepsi, or also new baby calf moors. Mm. Like right after they're born. I like when they have like the little
1: wrinkles on the side of their face, and they're just sitting there. Like, Murr. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're like Murr. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cute. My favorite sounds to hear, My one of my favorite is my chopper at, like, 1,700 RPMs, just fucking hogging on a windrow, hey. You just, that bitch, you can just feel every ounce of power. You can Really? Feel... You don't like the
0: lope of idle better? No,
1: no, just when, it's just when you, you're holding that stick and you know that a quarter inch forward means that you're going to be digging your balls off. And you're just, to be an operator enough to feel that machine and, like, not to sound like a dick bag, but, like, to be, like, almost one with it, you know. Another one that I really love is, and this is really hard to explain, but the sounds of my sugar house. At, like, 4.30 in the morning, you know, I'm down there, and, 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 it, and it's beyond the most peacefulest place in the there's world. There's
0: ROs humming. But
1: there's ROs humming, running. and there's, there's sap coming in the tanks, and, you know, and shit's turning on fans and shutting and off, and, and, and yeah. fans, and, like... I guess I would ambience. call it the ambiance of, of, of the working. sugar yeah. house. You know, and it. What I personally love, and I invite, invite anyone for this, is that. My sugar house was built by me. It was designed by me. It was brand new. The uh, yeah. Of the sugar house was one hundred percent built around things I hated about the old sugar house.
0: Right. So it's perfect for you. So it's perfect
1: for me. And then, and then, second off to like bounce off of that is. As the, you know, me and you are owners of this, I cannot say anymore how much I love to be boiling maple syrup and look around and watch 30 or 40 people in our sugar All house.
0: All of our, like, fran- friends the and family The laughter in yeah. that
1: building early yeah. reverberates from the walls. Yeah. And I just, I'm up there and I'm boiling syrup and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm busy, but I'm not. But, like, for me to just stand back and to just watch... JJ run around in his socks mm-hmm. and and you know and and Benny and Sally and Mark and Jenny and your mom and Brian and everybody they're just in there and they're playing cards and they're laughing and there's I feel like a country singer on a, a, stage, oh, or on a, on a, a stage on a stage yeah. stage you know watching like we built this thing for and we built that sugar house for exactly that
0: favorite thing to watch on TV it's Hawaii if I build. oh yeah for, no doubt it has to be you know, <laughs> you know. we watched it We watched all the seasons and all the episodes, like, probably, what, like, three, four years ago? So we went back to season one, episode one, and we're rolling our way back through Mm -hmm. every night. We watch one or two now, and, Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. It's something we love.
1: Yeah, you know, that's why Erica calls me Commander. Oh. (laughs) Just kidding.
0: Favorite concert you've ever been to?
1: Neil McCoy and Langford.
0: That made my list, too. Yeah. That, that was, was such a good one. Fucking
1: life changing. Neil McCoy, if you ever hear a podcast, dude, fucking amen. Just
0: call us. We want and him. We we've talk to We've seen
1: him so many places. We saw yeah. him at the Wild Beef thing. You know what? That guy has got all yeah, of it happening. Cool. He is awesome.
0: I want to give credit to, I don't remember what year it was. It was some summer. I went to the. Just you. You weren't there to either of them, actually. I went with Kelsey.
1: Well, I guess I'll just go fuck myself.
0: So we went to Jason Aldean at Cat County Fair. Mm. We were in the front. And then it was the same summer, me and Kelsey and Leah and my mom went to Miranda Lambert at Erie County Fair. Oh, yeah, I saw
1: pictures from that. And we we were, were not together at that time.
0: And we were up in the front again. Like, we had bought in, like floor and then where you like rush to the front when they used to let you do that mm-hmm. and I just remember just like being that close mm-hmm. I don't know as though it matters who would have been on stage mm-hmm. it's just like awesome to like be wrapped mm-hmm. up in that um, and my other mentions would be Drake White at Faster Horses yep. when he was like just being discovered
1: mm-hmm.
0: love him and all of our Clint Black experiences obviously Clint have always Black's been good
1: all our wedding song is Clint Black Like the Rain and I feel like we could not have picked a better song than that, like that is us. That song is fucking. What about it. that other one? Uh, that would have been the Swan Brothers' oh, Danny yeah. song. Yeah. And I know there was original writer of it, but I I don't know who mm-hmm. it was. But we went and saw them in concert. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
0: Favorite cow in the barn. I begrudgingly wrote Chessie. Like she's not friendly. She's actually kind of an asshole. But at the same time, gave me my first like papered show calf. She's been great to JJ. I bought that animal. I know. Yes, she's been great, though. Like, I feel like, you know, obviously we took her to that car dealership. Yeah, no, she's We've hauled her ass everywhere, and she's been bitchy to she's me, so but dick. good, and I don't know. I just feel like it has to be. I have to pick her. I can't pick anyone else.
1: Mm. Uh, for me, it's one that doesn't need help.
0: <laughs> Those are good, aren't they? And,
1: and I just, and I I can't, like, um. and I guess if I could, like, throw a number out there, it would be 244. Yeah. And, and, and you want to know why? Because she's is, never Because she fucking doesn't need yeah. anything. She's, like, this bitch will go do her own 17.
0: Dude, she is fucking bull. There is
1: fucking cows out there that we forget we own because they don't need your help. <laughs> you
0: don't see them. You don't hear from them. They get bred. They have a calf. And they're like, they fly so far under the radar that, like, you'll be out in the pasture and you're like... 17 I, you're still <laughs> here like it's just like and she's old too
1: yep 17 cervix this is the size of an 11 hour 24 5 truck <laughs> she is i mean i'm telling you it is like trying here's what i can here's what i can explain to you and anyone who's listening to this who's bred cows before you will this is a aha moment imagine a basketball and you're trying to breed put the breeding rod through the spot where you put the air hose in to fill it up that's what trying to breed this fucking cow is like. Her cervix is so big, you can't find the hole because it's the size of fucking South America. But she's literally. She doesn't need no fucking help. Like, leave no, her I the know. fuck alone. Yeah. And I love that about her. Yeah. And I. That's. That's the best cow.
0: You actually do hate her, though, too.
1: Because she's a cunt. And she <laughs> fucking. The minute you walk in the barn, she's like, "I don't want you. I don't want you around me. She I'm leaving."
0: Hightails mm-hmm. it out the other end of the barn. Like she's yeah. impossible to catch because she smells you mm-hmm. coming, mm-hmm. or sees you walk in the barn, and she just low key wanders oh, no, out I get the that back.
1: Bitch every time, though.
0: Yeah, she I doesn't. got her the other she day ain't too. Fucking, yeah. Okay, favorite home cooked meal.
1: Oh, I love. Um, <clears throat> she like chicken and rice.
0: Mm, yeah, chicken and biscuits. You, you know. Like that, um,
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, my wife bought me a uh, uh,
0: Blackstone, Blackstone Griddle.
1: Electric Griddle. Dude, talking about that shit's tits. Literally, well, like I'm a fuck up at cooking pancakes. You can't fuck pancakes.
0: No, there it was
1: so good. We should get a t-shirt that, that says good. that shit's tits.
0: Okay. Um, I think my favorite home-cooked meal is when I make cheesy ham and potato soup. Yeah, I
1: know that's your comfort food. Yeah.
0: It is. It's like my go-to thing. Mm-hmm. Favorite kind of pen. This isn't really a question for you, but I just figured my. Oh, yeah, I not... absolutely
1: love. It you like really weird, fucking
0: weird pens, that's why.
1: Uh, gel pens. Ugh. Oh, fuck yourself. <laughs> Jeez.
0: I am a Bic round stick kind oh, of Oh, you
1: fucking. Plain the ones plain that white bitch, you.
0: No, like the blue ones that are like they're like semi-transparent, you know what I mean? Well, they're all in my Single office, so white you
1: wouldn't know a woman ass. <laughs> weirdo.
0: Favorite vacation destination, let's say it together,
1: Aruba. Aruba. <laughs> um, I have to say... That, that is
0: one happy island.
1: Yeah, I love that, but I do feel like, and this is going to sound like super gay and like I'm, you know, a hokey fag, but I really just enjoy a destination where you and I go.
0: Yeah. And no now is, finding yeah.
1: out that the critter in the other room is like a little traveling boy. I just think you're going to find three people that are fucking headed places.
0: Yeah. Last one. Favorite podcast episode so far that we recorded?
1: Oh, I think it was with Ryan. And I think that we, you guys are going to find that the we have some pretty cool guests that we haven't planned.
0: Yeah. That's going to be a cool know. new thing for 2024 is like the guest yeah. series. Yeah. Um, But I think Must Be Nice was my favorite yeah. one to record.
1: Yeah, I just feel like I really enjoy the perspectives. Yeah. I'm excited for Clayton. Yeah. Um, because me and him have all the conversation. But
0: mm-hmm. Pat's know. coming. We have Catherine. There's, that's
1: going to be a good one, you guys. Um,
0: our bankers. Our
1: banker, Pat. Is so coming.
0: Yeah, we talked about him in the last episode. You fuckers a bit.
1: need to listen when that guy yeah. comes because um, he's going to tell you what's up.
0: Farmer counselor is coming.
1: Yep. yep. Um,
0: Okay. Let me just review some stats for the podcast, because um, nobody else would have any way of knowing this but me. Total downloads, which, when did we launch this? October? I don't
1: know. You would know. Hmm.
0: 4,391 wow. downloads. You just
1: told me, like, yesterday it was 4,000, I feel like. Yeah. It wasn't long.
0: yeah. 4391 So that's, that's cool. very cool. I'll go through the episode so, list so. and we can see which were the most popular ones. So our most popular episode was It's Expensive Being a Cheapo. <laughs> which I think because that's the first episode we recorded, that's yeah. the one that gets recommended to people if they search our name. So second behind that was the Farm Mental Health. That was oh, yours, Dana. Close third staying in your lane that was a good one that was a good I one i forgot that yeah. that's a very high quality topic we appreciate you hanging out with us here on tuesdays or whichever day you decide to download Tuesdays. and hang with us in yeah. podcast land so we're taking suggestions for 2024 what do you want to hear who do you want to hear from mm-hmm. what should we talk about all the things huh mm-hmm. anything else data that's it Alrighty, people. We'll see you next year. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Not really. This will actually will come out in the new year. So, mm. happy 2024. I hope you had a great New Year's Eve celebration, and we'll see you next time.
1: Yep. Shop logo on Bye.
0: Bye.